0: hello there
1: hello there <laughs> hello
0: there what are you channeling
1: i'm channeling the freaking have you ever played diddy kong racing
0: oh it's taj
1: yeah hello there this is for you
0: it's
2: yeah diddy kong racing goes hard
0: FYI, I'm Indian. It's perfectly okay to imitate Taj. <laughs> I give you permission. Hello, welcome to Super Peel Out, where hedgehogs go fast the cannon doesn't matter. That's right, the cannon is like...
1: Uh, what? Hmm? The cannon is like... Yuji Naka's jail sentence.
2: Yeah,
0: so he's in, he went to jail again for speculating he's, on yeah. Final Fantasy.
1: Oh, what, yeah, wait, was it Final Fantasy the first time, or was it Dragon Quest the first time? It was Dragon time? Quest
0: the first time, and the second And time... then it's
1: Final Fantasy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, my boy. It gets harder and harder for me to defend the man. I do still like Yuji Naka, even though now he is a two-time convicted felon.
0: I mean, it just sounds like you shouldn't bother at this point, considering the other stuff people are saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not obviously, like, responding to people. It's just, I still, I don't know, I personally believe in the man, my boy Yuji Naka.
0: It just sucks when someone who has produced stuff that you love just turns out to be a terrible person.
2: I mean...
1: I honestly, I'm, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't know the man, I don't know Yuji Naka, but I feel like there's a bit. You could do. I, I think there are, there are creators of things that have done a lot worse than just insider trading.
0: That's um, true, but I mean, I have heard some other things too. But I, I mean, yeah, I've
1: heard that Yuji Naka can be a bit of a character, <laughs> but. I obviously am not going to confirm or deny anything. I've never met the man. He's in prison now, I think.
0: Yeah, the last we heard was he got arrested again.
1: Again? I... I just... He can't keep getting away with... I mean, I guess he isn't getting away with it. But, like... He would've thought... He, the first time, he would've been... He would've, you know, learned his lesson, but... He just... He just had to try again. Uh, there are more, Yuji Naka has been arrested more times than there are uh, Billy Hatcher or Burning Rangers games, which is sad. There's
0: that famous tweet that you quoted earlier before we started.
1: Yes, but he has been, uh he's been arrested more times than there are buttons in Balan Wonderworld. Incredible. Which is, yeah, yeah. That's a game we're gonna have to talk about Balan. Not today. Today I'm not ready. I'm not ready to delve into the Wonder World today, but we are gonna have to do that sometime.
0: So what are we doing today?
1: <laughs> I was I was honestly I was gonna make the uh the the segue, but I was like, I don't know if I don't know if you wanted to do it or not, but um we are doing today is I guess like forces. We're gonna talk about the funny, the funny video game game that's been kind of talked to death. But like I feel like we've it's reached its point in its life where it's been talked to death. But also like ever, since everyone's kind of talked about it, it's kind of old news. But it's not like so old news that like people are talking about it um in like a post mortem kind of way. It's, it's like, game. yeah, it's in, it's kind of in like this limbo because it's, you know, it's, it's recent, but not too recent anymore. And I feel like everyone who said, uh, what they've thought has already said what they've thought. And it's kind of like, kind of like Sonic 06 in a way, but maybe not as extreme in terms of like, I don't know, people being, not really talking about it that much anymore. Cause like Sonic 06. That game everyone had to take a swing at, but now that everyone's kind of taking a swing at it, there's not really much you can really say. I still need to play uh all the way through Sonic O Six, but
0: Don't no bother.
1: Oh, I will. I will bother. I definitely. I'll play through that eventually. We can do a. We can do an episode on that as well. Whenever I get around to doing that. All right. But we're not talking about Sonic O Six. We're talking about Sonic Forces. So I guess. Uh, should we start pre-launch of when that game came out? What were what were your thoughts on Sonic Forces when they first announced it? Because they announced it at the same, uh, the meme conference, or the meme showcase. What was what even was, like, Summer? Was it Summer of Sonic? It was, like, a convention. And it was where they, they announced it at the same time as Mania, right?
0: Mm. I'm not certain. In a
1: while. It was, yeah, they announced it around the same time... I thought they announced it at the same time as Mania. That was the funny... That was the Tatino stream. And that was sponsored by Tatino's Pizza Rolls. They couldn't get the audio working properly. They... It, there was always, like, this big, like, loud beep. And were like... No, it wasn't a beep. It was a buzz. It had this buzzing noise over the entire thing.
0: Which went into Mania. <laughs>
1: yeah, it did get into Mania as an Easter egg. That was awesome. Uh Yeah, but I believe... I remember my first thoughts of it were, like... Because the original... The initial trailer was, like... Was... was Did they show the OC yet?
0: I've, I don't even I know. I think the first thing that we knew about the game was that you could make an OC.
1: Right. I see. Because I do know, yeah, that was the game with the OC creator. I remember just seeing... Sonic. Like, modern Sonic. I remember seeing the super... I think it's Sunset Hills, is what they called the uh, level in the end. The whole, like, dilapidated city under attack. And there was Classic Sonic that they showed up in. I remember my reaction was just like, Him again? Get out of here! Not that I don't like Classic Sonic, but I don't know. It definitely felt like... They wanted to make another game like Generation, so they're just all like... What do people like about Generations? Classic Sonic! He was in that game. Let's put him in there.
0: Honestly, the um, and thing I think about Sonic Forces to me is that it's canon in Mania.
1: <laughs> yes, oh yeah, that's... That will also actually go into... Whenever we talk about Frontiers. Because, yeah, that was kind of like... The... Sort of sequel to Mania? I mean, there wasn't really necessarily a sequel, but it's more like the continuation because Mania introduced the Phantom Ruby and then Forces was the game to also, like, kind of flesh out the Phantom Ruby, except I don't really think either game did a very great job uh, showcasing what the Ruby was, where it came from. Maybe Maybe there's, like, a comic thing about it that I haven't read, but... I don't know, it didn't didn't really seem like in the game the Phantom Ruby was very fleshed out. It was just kind of like a weird thing that can manipulate time and space, which, I mean, the Chaos Emeralds could do. Well, really, it didn't manipulate time and space. It's more that it could control people's minds so that they have hallucinations that they believe to be real, which makes them real? Question mark? Um, the Phantom movie was kind of a bit of a mess and I was kind of ho- hoping that they would expand a little bit on it in Frontiers and, uh, no they didn't do, I, mean, I guess. Another, make that it's
0: another alternate universe Chaos Emerald
1: Yeah, it is at the end of the day. Because I guess Frontiers, or not Frontiers, Forces, they both start with F. Um. <laughs> Sonic, uh, Sonic Forces. They didn't really have the Chaos Emeralds in any Meaningful capacity. I mean, even supersonic was a uh, DLC. Well, that's something we could talk about, but <laughs> that'll be that'll be that'll be a bit later. We're still we're still, we're not there yet in the timeline.
0: Well, look, I have a little bit of time, so uh, buddy.
1: <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, I guess we'll keep we'll we'll keep things going. So then, I guess I do remember that kind of feeling of like, oh, hmm, eh going throughout the entire, like, release cycle of Sonic Forces. And that was kind of also like that with Frontiers and Mania and Lost World and pretty much every Sonic game pre, or not pre, post-generations. I don't really get hyped for them that much anymore, so I honestly wasn't sure on whether or not my lack of interest in Forces was due to the game not looking that great, or if it was just due to me always being like this with Sonic games. So... I mean, I, I just kind of gave the game a shot, and I rem- like, I, rem- I remember all the the trailers. I, I of the ones that I watched, it just felt like it felt like the trailers showed stuff, but like it seemed like all the trailers, the stuff in the trailers was always like, how do I put this? It was like I was waiting for for them to show off like the real meat of the game, you know? Like, it seemed like, oh, yeah, no, it looks like, oh, yeah, it looked like all the stuff that they were showing off was stuff that you would see and be like, okay, that's probably, like, only the first, what, like, third of the game, you know? There's probably more than this uh, that they're not showing us. And then there really wasn't anything else that they were showing. And I think, like, a good confirmation of that fear was when they released a demo of the game before the game came out, where you only had, like, a minute in each level for some reason, because, like, I don't know. I think they didn't want to really show off how short the levels in that game and uninteresting the levels in that game really ended up being. I don't know. Forza definitely seemed like it was not shaping up to be Incredible. When it was pre-launched, like, with the trailers and the, the, the pre-release cycle, but... I, I definitely also remember being a little concerned that one of their big level themes for the game was just them mashing together the casino theme and the forest theme to make a casino forest, which I'm like, okay, cool, does this have any relevance to anything? Is its is it gonna, or is there gonna be any cool, like, mechanics or gimmicks to this course or did you just take the Sonic Casino level and the Sonic Forest level and just mash them together just to mash them together and it ended up kind of being a little bit of option B. But yeah. That was pretty much my thoughts with the pre-release of Forces. Anything different for you? Well, I
2: have not played it, but uh... oh yeah. <laughs> huh.
0: No, I skipped. Well, I mean even I
1: Ah, I see. So you were pretty much just like, you just saw the trailers and were just you just checked out before the game even came out. And you were just, you've still been like that?
0: Well, one of my friends played it and uh, was all over Infinite.
1: <laughs> I mean, hard not to be. It's very hard not to be. I really do enjoy Infinite.
0: He's a good character. He's, he is,
1: he is a character. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like Infinite the same way I like Zavik, and that it was originally, like, me... I originally thought, like, alright, this is a pretty generic-looking villain, and then it turned into, like, an ironic, like, okay, this guy's awesome, you know, just me saying it as a joke, but now I actually genuinely like him, and it's turned... It's it's been... I've been doing the bit for so long that it's turned genuine and now I actually want Infinite to show up more. I would love to see him more frequently. I love his theme. I love his theme. His theme song is probably the edgiest Sonic song in existence out of all of them. Maybe maybe some of the ones in Frontiers might be uh might be close um, I thought that the edgiest song in Sonic will always be like the, This Machine or something, like or, Team Dark's theme from Hero. Or like uh, I Am All of Me, or like All Hail Shadow, or some other, some other shadow theme. But no, Infinite's theme, like, ah, oh, it's so edgy. It's so edgy, I love it.
0: I mean, they really did go all out with the Teenage Edge for Forces, and that's something I guess is appreciated. They were so genuine about that. I mean,. Fist pump, I think has a swear word in it. I mean, infinite is just I pure. It. I think they say hell or something. Who
1: knows? Maybe. I don't. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> the entire lyrics of Fist bump off the top of my head. But that's another great theme. I think that forces going back to having like a vocal theme was a very strong play because yeah, I remember hearing. I remember hearing Fist bump and being all like, yo, yo. And Same thing with Infinity. Uh,
0: capitalize on the edge as a character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Actually, yeah. I guess let's since we're talking about them, let's talk about I guess like the plot. I guess of forces. Because uh, I guess we really don't need to talk about the levels. I mean, if we actually, if we really wanted to just speedrun talking about the levels, every level you just hold square, you hold forward, maybe push X a couple times. That's that's every level in the game. So I'm if not like even joking. Boost...
0: Game, but
1: more so because of your avatar powers, right? Yeah, but like I'm gonna be real. All the complaints that have been made about Sonic Forces' level design—it's very, it's just super straight. It's linear, and not in like you can have a good linear level, but most of Forces' level design is just pretty devoid of challenge. You just hold boost, and it will play itself. For a majority of the game. And that's not very good. The Avatar does have pretty much the same powers as Blue Sonic. As well as like a weapon that they can use. But the weapon really it doesn't matter which one you pick. Or how well you can use it. Or really even what it does. Because they all pretty much blast away all the same enemies. Some of them make you stop a little. Like they think there's a drill that makes you stop before you like charge at things. There's a whip that gives you iframes the entire time you use it. So if you're in a boss fight, you can just keep mashing the whip and you'll be invincible. Yeah, it's not the most, I guess, like, well-thought-out control scene. Um, But, you know, I guess it, that's just kind of how it is. And then there's Classic Sonic, who just has the most jank physics. You just kind of... There's, there's this very infamous ramp in Chemical Plant Zone where if you run down this really long ramp for, like, five to ten whole seconds, you're just running down, just going top speed, top speed, and then there's a little, like, there's, like, a little, uh, I don't even know what the heck to call it. There's another ramp that just kind of, like, goes up a little bit right after it, and all the speed that you make... Going down that really big ramp doesn't even give you enough speed to go up the rest of the ramp if you're running. I think you can make it if you're rolling, but not if you're running. But it's just kind of the weird physics that they put on Sonic. It's like Generations if they made it way slower and, like, heavier. Um, they, I mean, moral of the story is they really shouldn't have put Classic Sonic in Sonic Forces to begin with, I feel. He really doesn't do anything to the story. He doesn't really do anything to the gameplay. He doesn't really do anything, period. I don't know why they shoehorned him in, but I think they probably just did, just to try to hopefully capitalize on um, Mega Drive fans or Generations fans. I don't know. I don't really think anyone was really complaining about the many different Sonics the same way they did in 2012 or 20... No, it was 2011 and. Generations came out, because I remember Generations was probably, that game came out roughly in response to all these fans being all like, I don't want, I don't want Sonic with green eyes, I don't want any of this voice acting and friends and all this nonsense, I just want Sonic the way he was back in the good old days, and Generations was kind of a response to that by saying you can have both the new Sonic and the old Sonic, everyone's happy bada bing bada boom, I don't really think anyone was making those same complaints and concerns about the series in 2017 with Sonic Forces. That's why it just felt so weird to see Classic Sonic there again. I think but it's anyways.
0: supposed to, like, carry on from a story, right? Like, that's the whole reason they implemented the uh, bootleg
1: kit. I guess? That's. Uh, yeah. But then again, it's like, it feels so shoehorned in, you know? They play like. Oh, I guess they did give him the drop dash. Um, and then they also... They had like a little bit of the Mania theme play as a motif when Classic Sonic first shows up. And then, yeah, I guess they did have the Phantom Ruby. But again, it's like... I feel like there was more they put the Phantom Ruby in Mania from Forces rather than the other way around where they put it from Mania to Forces. I'm obviously not a developer at Sega, and I don't, this is just speculation, but, it seems to me, like, Sega had the plans, to put the Phantom Ruby, in Forces, and they already wrote up, Forces story, and they already had all, what they wanted to do, and then they just kind of, told the Mania guys, hey, here's this MacGuffin, that we're putting in the new Sonic game, put it in this game, and then, and then they did, to kind of like, obviously, that might or might not, be the truth, But that's what it kind of felt like to me. Could be wrong, though. Sure. In terms of, like, the plot, right, of Sonic Forces, I think they tried to go with an interesting direction where, obviously, Edge was the center theme, but it wasn't, like, straight-up explosion, gun-in-hand swearing Edge that they tried with Shadow. It was more of a... I guess rebellious edge that they were trying to do with forces. I do think that the the plot, the I guess the concept behind Sonic Forces is sound, because that game the idea is like Eggman had already taken over the world and it's like Sonic and Friends getting it back. And I think that's an interesting dynamic. It kinda reminds me of like the uh, the old Sonic cartoon, right? Uh, not that one. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, I honestly don't know, but I guess Eggman might have, or Robotnik might have already taken over the world in Sonic Underground. I'm more talking about Sonic Sad AM because that kind of has a very similar concept where Robotnik had already kind of taken over the world, and it's mostly Sonic and friends sort of, you know, going in and trying to like, stop the evil authority. It's very, like, anti-authority, now that I think about it. But I feel like Sonic Am definitely does the the whole concept a lot better than Forces did, and I feel like it's probably due to the fact that Sega had this interesting idea with the plot, but I don't think they were willing to commit enough to that interesting idea. Because I've definitely seen, like, concept art, of Sonic Forces that show things way more in disarray than they actually ended up being in the game. Like, they wanted to... In the concept art, they wanted to show Green Hill Zone with, like, barbed wire everywhere and, like, cloudy skies and, like, just definitely looking darker and more decrepit than... You know, what we're used to. And then the Green Hill that we got in actual Sonic Forces... is They just kind of made it sandy. they just kind of turned it into some ruins. But like... They just painted it beige? It was very weird. But I do think the idea of, you know... Eggman, he meets Infinite. He uses Infinite to take over the world. And then he has the world already. And Sonic's captured... The rest of the Sonic characters are all whoa. What do we do? Trying to find Sonic. Eggman is already oppressing everyone, I guess. And I mean, obviously, it's kind of silly sounding when you describe it like that. But I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting story, but I don't. Know, I don't think they they had the writing chops or the uh, confidence to really take that idea to the level that you need to take it for a plot like that to really work. Especially when the whole game is, like, three hours. So, like, it doesn't feel that much like you're heading, you're spearheading, like, this great revolution rebellion to take back the Empire when you just kind of play a level for three minutes and then you see a percentage go up and it's like, Wow, we've really secured chemical plant zone this time, Sonic. Good job. And it's like, okay.
0: Well, I guess that people have always wanted, like, in the vein of the adventure series, for Eggman to be more of a credible threat.
1: That's true. That's true. I guess he doesn't really do anything super threatening, though. He has Infinite show up, and Infinite, I guess, is threatening at first, but I guess the longer you use Infinite... Or maybe you don't use him. But the longer you see him on screen, the more and more re- you realize that he's not actually as threatening as he says he is. Um, which I guess is actually kind of fun. Like, I like his character. like The character of Infinite where at first you think he's some threatening like presence. And then you find out his real backstory is someone was like mean to him once. Someone called him weak. And then he just threw a temper tantrum that he still hasn't gotten over. Uh I, I think I think it actually it paints a pretty it's like a pretty good allegory for like a lot of people that like I don't know I guess a lot of people that seem edgy on the surface but actually aren't that punished. I don't know. Something like that.
2: I've been having a bad time figuring out words today. But anyways, I think though, all things considered, like, I still don't really hate Sonic Forces.
1: Like, yeah, the plot is definitely not good. The writing is the reason why the plot's not good. The level design is definitely left me a lot to be desired. Everything about it is just kind of eh, but I don't hate it. I know that there was a lot of people when the game actually came out that were really, really against that game. Saying it was, like, just horrible because of how complacent it was, I guess. But, I don't know, I just kind of thought it was alright. I do remember I first played through it, and obviously because it was only three hours, I was like, that was it? And I wanted more. I, wanted, I was like, that couldn't be it. I wanted to actually see everything that the game had to offer. So I ended up accidentally platinuming it on PlayStation. I got all the trophies. Because I was like, there's got to be more to this. And then, there, there, I mean, there really wasn't. But I was like, there's got to be more to this. But I ended up replaying. I want to get all the achievements on the Xbox version as well. I did end up buying the game twice. Just like I did Battle Wonder Wonderworld. Um, I bought the Xbox version when I got my new Xbox. Versus already having owned the PlayStation version. I still do have the Sonic Forces, like, sticker. Like, the, the the game came with a controller skin. Like, a sticker that you put over your whole controller. And I still have one of my PlayStation controllers. is Sonic Forces branded. I honestly think that the sticker is, like, melded to the controller at this point. I don't think you can take it off. This controller is permanently the Sonic Forces controller. and I have enhanced it.
0: So, oh, I guess we could talk about Infinite again.
1: Yes. Well, I mean...
0: More. Expand.
2: Yes. I mean...
1: Yeah, I think that, like... He's a really funny villain. He's a really funny villain. Because he's just... He was just, like, a guy who was fighting on some sort of, like, military force, was it? I really... That's the one thing that they definitely don't, like, detail much on is, like, how... Well, I mean, first of all, this game takes place in its own... I'm just trying to think about this, like, as as it's... Man, man's brain is not working tonight. But Sonic Forces is freaking—it's the Phantom Ruby. That's what's—I'm having—I'm having freaking hallucinations because of the Phantom Ruby. It's all scrambling my brain. But anyways, I think it's different. Because I'm trying to understand the Sonic canon here, but th- thats a fool's errand.
0: So I've just looked at Sonic Retro wiki page. It says the Infinite used to be a mercenary in a mercenary squad.
2: Yeah, a mercen-
1: But, what army? Like, that's the thing, because Sonic obviously flip-flops between, you know, Sonic World, Human World, Human World, Sonic World, Planet Earth, Mobius. Because, I think- I think Sega's trying to, like, unify everything by having Sonic and his friends come from, like, a different island on the same planet as the planet humans are on, which is why like the adventure games have people and unleashed as people. And I guess that wouldn't make sense with unleashed. I'm you thinking about it too like, hard, but basically there's
0: mercenaries aren't an army right? they're independent. That's the entire point of mercenaries.
2: Oh yeah, but like I'm just
1: He's not on his own though, right? No, he's
0: in and... squad here.
1: He... okay. I'm just I'm just still so confused
2: because like Where did he come from? He's just a guy? He was that just,
0: just in the world I guess. So other like anthros clearly live in that world because you've got Infinite and his gang and you've got the uh the player character.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a jackal, right? Infinite? That's pretty cool. But, like... I
1: don't know. I think it's just weird that... I guess... I guess the difference is... Or maybe not... I guess what's kept... What's got me caught up is... It's hard for me to really imagine there being so much conflict in the Sonic world that mercenary squadrons need to exist. You know? Like, what war is he
2: fighting in?
0: The one against Eggman.
1: I mean, I, I... I guess, but, like... Isn't that mostly Sonic's thing? I thought it was mostly Sonic's, the like, the sole fighter against Eggman.
0: Well... It seems like not anymore, because Infinite eventually allied with Eggman, but prior to that, I I guess he was one of the groups.
1: I guess. That just implies that Eggman is, like, a much bigger- he's, like, a much bigger threat to the entire Sonic world than the- than you would think, because, like- it always seems to me more like Eggman is just kind of the wacky old guy who builds robots. But that's what and... we were
0: talking about before. Like, in Forces, Eggman has already won. He's clearly more of a threat than he is in the in the other games.
1: Oh, so Infinite was in a mercenary group I get So, okay, okay, now I get it. Now I understand. Because I thought. This is why Forces' story kind of doesn't give anyone the right context.
0: No, this isn't a prequel comic.
1: I thought it was a prequel thing. Yeah. I thought I thought that this is before Eggman had already taken over the world. Before the plot of Sonic Forces was set in motion. So it's I guess, yeah, because they did say that they were torturing Sonic for months, so that would Wait, no, because Infinite is the one to beat up Sonic. So then how the heck is Eggman already taken over the world without Infinite?
2: Wouldn't Sonic have normally stopped him by then?
0: Look, I don't know the actual specific, but I have to read the damn comic, but...
2: The canon doesn't
0: matter! (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Ah? It could just be that he wanted to get money and technology.
1: Don't. Uh, I'm just gonna try to not think about it. I do think he's funny though. He's funny, edgy jackal guy. I was so disappointed when they didn't put Infinite as a playable character in Team Sonic Racing. <laughs> I thought he was a freaking like chewin', but like nah, I was. I would have freaking played the hell out of him. They did put Zavic in Team Sonic Racing, which is an excellent uh segue into another aspect of Sonic Forces that was a bit controversial and that was the sort of villain roster that they had because I do remember they were really showcasing how Sonic Forces is going to have all these Sonic villains come back cuz he had they had Infinite obviously being the new ringleader and Eggman obviously but they had Metal Sonic they had Shadow, they who's a villain now for some reason. They had Chaos. And they had Zavok. And they had all those guys. And it's like, whoa. There's like all the there's all the bad guys from the previous Sonic games. I mean, they could, obviously, they could have went crazier. Like, imagine that freaking Dark Gaia just popped out of the freaking Earth to show up. That would have went hard. Or like, uh, I guess they couldn't really bring back Time Eater, because that's just a robot. Or, I don't think anyone wanted to see Black Doom either.
0: No, I don't think anyone would want to see Time Eater, but Black Doom might be cool to come back, just for funnies.
1: That would be cool, yeah. It would be cool to see him come back and be like, Shadow, I need you to go to the Walmart and buy me five AA batteries. My television remote is dead, and I need... A replacement for the batteries.
0: That was spot oh. on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, freaking Black Doom. He's funny.
0: You know, I think I might just ask you to record some stuff like that for like stream alerts, <laughs> cause that's really
1: good. Alright. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean. They got the big villains, obviously. Because Metal Sonic's huge. Shadow is a villain, I guess. He's more of an anti-hero. I don't really know why they wanted to show off Shadow as, like, a bad guy. But, whatever. And then Chaos was the crazy one. Because everyone was super excited to see Chaos again. Because everyone's a big Sonic Adventure fan. And it's like, woo! Chaos! Um, And then Chaos got defeated by Classic Sonic in a cutscene. You don't even fight him. Uh, You don't fight... Shadow, either, for that matter. Because, yeah, I guess, spoiler alert for Sonic Forces. But all those villains actually aren't the real villains. They're hallucinations from the Phantom Ruby of those villains. And then eventually, uh, Eggman tries to use the Phantom Ruby to make everyone hallucinate that the sun was gonna, like, absorb everyone and kill them all. Which I guess really... Again, it's another one of those schemes where it's like, isn't Eggman's whole desire to take over the world and, like, build Eggman Land? Wouldn't destroying everything not give him a place to build Eggman Land on? But then I'm gonna be thinking about the Sonic canon again, and let's not.
0: (laughs) I just, uh, am right now looking at someone's fan map of the Sonic world, and it's kinda nuts.
1: Yo, post it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll send it. It's um it's dumb, but you might like it.
1: Oh uh, no, it's probably gonna make way more sense than sonic forces. okay, so this is oh my God, wow, okay, they put a lot of thought into this, oh my God, they put a lot of thought into wait, do they
2: what is this? Holy crap, do they list every level? I didn't even know- what the hell is Snottingham Castle?
0: I guess it's from Black Knight, maybe?
2: Maybe? Different dimensions? Holy crap. This is...
1: This is definitely more than... What is all this? Grem- what are these planets? Terabix 9? These are definitely from... The comics or something. I like how they just have Radiant Emerald, the entire Sonic R stage, just floating in the sky. Yeah, that goes where else would you put it? Yeah, I mean, like, they actually put the whole map of the area. That's so funny. Anyways, I'm gonna not look at that for a little bit, because I don't freaking get consumed by all the random Sonic mappage. But anyways, I do remember it was quite—it uh, was quite controversial to see those Sonic villains show up, and not that much actually happens with them. You do fight Zavik and you do fight Metal Sonic, but the other two you don't fight, which a lot of people were saying is kind of false advertising when they used all four of them all the time in the marketing and advertising and like hype leading up to the game. So. I don't know, I thought that was a bit strange. I definitely would have wished to have fought Chaos, but I guess they didn't want to make a Chaos boss. I mean, I guess he would be a pretty hard character to make a boss out of. Because it's Chaos Zero. Which, again, it's like, why is Chaos Zero threatening? Because, like, Tails cowers in fear over Chaos Zero when he's canonically beaten Chaos Four. Did he fight Chaos 6? I honestly don't remember.
0: Mm, I don't think anyone fought awesome. Chaos 6.
1: No, a lot of people did. Big the Gamma, Cat did.
0: Right? Oh yeah, and Gamma. Maybe. I don't remember. it's been think, too long.
1: <laughs> I think Sonic does. I think Knuckles does. Big there, does for sure. What was
0: the form that nobody fought? Was there
1: one? I, th- I think... Nobody, I, nobody, Chaos 3, we have no idea what that looks like, and I believe 5, 3 and 5 you don't fight. You don't fight 1 either, but you can at least see what 1 looks like, because he's in a cutscene. and then you fight 0, 2, 4, 6, and Perfect Chaos. I mean, maybe they didn't want to just, because again, like, Chaos 0 isn't really much of a threat at all, he's just kind of a blobby dude that you jump on a couple times. So maybe they couldn't think of a boss fight to do with him. But then I feel like at that point, just don't put him in the game. Because then you're just leading people on. No, do That was one of the many, 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 many complaints. I think Sonic Forces is a really good example of... It's pretty much the culmination of everything that people were kind of sick of. With the Sonic brand. Just all cu- like accumulated into that one game. People were tired of Classic Sonic. He's in the game. People were tired of them reusing zones. Half the levels in the game are like areas... Not necessarily taken from previous games. But they're themed from previous games. There, there's Green Hill Zone. There's Chemical Plant Zone. There's Death Egg Zone. The only unique level is like... A... I guess there's, like, two unique levels, because I think there's, like, this generic-looking, like, battleground at the end. But then there's also this, like, metropolis, which does look cool. And it's, like, a unique metropolis. It's It's not, like, Sonic 2 Metropolis or Grand Metropolis. It's its own metropolis. It's, like, this futuristic city. And, again, it looks cool. But I wish there was just more of only unique new item, or, like, locations. And not just a whole bunch of reused levels and themes from previous Sonic games. I guess the Sunset Hills is new as well. But I don't know, we we I don't really think we needed another set of Green Hill and Chemical Plant and all that. I'm everyone's tired of seeing those and they were in forces. People liked the boost formula, but were tired of it kinda of being automated. Sonic Forces' level design didn't help. People were tired of the writing being kind of Not great, and Forces was full of that. I think Forces just kind of has all the sort of things in it that Sonic fans at the time were tired of. Which, I think, goes to show that Frontiers is kind of a new renaissance of Sonic. Because it seems like a lot of what Frontiers is trying to do is to... Address the concerns that came up from forces, in the sort of fan complaints of the series at that time, and
2: yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I guess mean, hmm. mm, yeah. No, I interrupted
0: you. Were you
1: gonna say something?
0: Uh, no, you're good. No, I didn't have anything to say.
1: Either. Oh, damn. <laughs> I guess with that all being said, though, I still I still kind of feel like Sonic Forces is a bit of a vibe, you know? I think that I was definitely wowed by it, or maybe not wowed, but I was satisfied, that's a better word, with uh, the performance of the game and how it looks, because it was one of the first Sonic I think it was the first Sonic game, like, full Sonic game, to use Hedgehog Engine 2, and it looked pretty nice, like, it ran at a high resolution, it ran at a solid frame rate, The assets and, like, lighting was all nice. Again, the art, like, the the theming of the level was still just kind of, like, eh. But the actual, how the levels looked, I enjoyed. I liked that part. And the OST for Sonic Forces, it's definitely a mixed bag. I don't think anyone says it's their favorite OST out of any Sonic game. And obviously, you have your standout vocal themes. Infinite's theme is awesome. Fistbump bump is awesome. But like the actual level music, I actually really liked for some of them, because there are there are a few bad songs like Sonic's Green Hill. Um, the the song that plays in Green Hill Act One just kind of hurts to listen to. But each each of the three playable characters has their own unique, like, musical theming. Because, you know, Sonic has... He's got the the kind of butt-rock guitar. And there's a lot of, like, synths for some reason. It's a... I believe the composer for Sonic Forces is Tomoya Otani, who is the same composer that did uh, Colors. He did Lost World. And I don't think he did Generations. He
0: did my favorite track in Sonic Heroes, The Castle.
1: Yes, he did. He that was he. Yes, he did do that as his soul song from uh, Sonic Heroes. And I think that was his first song that he made for the Sonic series in general. Like, what a way to what a way to get your foot in the door.
0: We've discussed Tomayo Otani before, haven't we?
1: <laughs> I believe yes. And he's doing he's doing the or he did the OST for Sonic Frontiers, which by the way that came out since the the last time we've uh, we've talked about Sonic. Sonic and bet...
0: Prime is currently airing.
1: Um, oh, Jesus.
0: I haven't seen it yet, but I have just, while scrolling through the Sonic subreddit, see a couple of spoilers about characters, and they look pretty good.
1: I see. Hmm. I'll definitely give it a watch, but I'm not really, I have no promises on when.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have Netflix, so I don't know how I'm even gonna watch
1: it. I don't it. have Netflix either. Oh, dear. I, we could apparently, apparently you could watch it in Roblox.
2: Oh, question yeah! Mark?
0: a whole thing I completely forgot. There was, like, this drama around this official Roblox collaboration, where they yes. didn't pay the developers.
1: That's cool.
0: Oh, yes, we were going to cover this last week, and then I completely forgot about it because we didn't end up recording last week.
1: Uh... Classic, classic Sonic Roblox. That was definitely very strange. Apparently the Sonic Roblox game is decent. I haven't played it because I don't really play that much Roblox. I think my favorite Roblox game, to tie it all together, is someone made a parody of Sonic Forces called Despicable Forces, where it's, like, minions-themed, and it's actually really good. Like, it's actually, like, they have their own custom soundtrack that, it's, like, mashups of Despicable Me music with Sonic Forces, and it actually sounds decent. Like, there's actual level design. It plays well. It plays better than the real Sonic Forces, which I think is very, very, very funny.
0: I mean, look, the graphics in Sonic Speed seem well, look better than I thought Roblox was capable of, so there you go. I get people. Yeah, yeah,
1: that that's also true. I, I don't really play that much of Roblox, so yeah, I don't I've really know. But, you
0: know. I've never played it. I've played it occasionally.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're all part of the Roblox Discord, obviously.
2: <laughs>
1: um... But yeah, Sonic has like... To to finish my thoughts on the OST for Sonic Forces. Sonic has butt rock guitar, traditional Sonic music. Tomoe Otani doing doing Sonic rock style music. I don't know if Jun did anything for Sonic Forces in particular. I don't think he did. And then... The Avatar, the OC... We didn't even really talk about the OC, but I mean the OC really doesn't do that much. There's a lot of funny options and customization pieces for the character, but, like, they pretty much just play like Sonic, and they don't talk, and they don't really... It's like classic Sonic. They don't really have that much of a presence. So it's cool that you can make your own character. It doesn't really mean much of anything. You don't really... And you definitely don't get attached to the character that you've created. It's just... They're there, you know.
0: I think it was nice that they catered to that part of the fan base. and like, hey, you can officially make an OC now.
1: That's true. That's absolutely true. I am glad that they did that. However, I feel like, and I'm—I I don't have, despite being a Sonic fan for my entire life, pretty much, I've never really made a OC. I've never made a original Sonic character. But, like, I feel like if I was someone that did make one, I don't think that the options that they give you in Sonic... I don't think the depth of the character creator for the OC is really... I I wouldn't feel like the people that have been spending all their time making and flushing out their own Sonic OCs... I don't think you could really make a character that would do that justice in the character creator. Because really all you can do is you can just pick what animal they are, what color they are, and then, like, give them a bunch of clothes. That's kind of it. You can't really, like, tweak the finer things. And I feel like the Sonic OC community is more about the finer things to make their characters stand out a little bit more and not look as generic.
0: Well back in the day I was deep into this. So I don't wanna go into too much detail. But yeah, I mean there's only seven characters available, um species. But I mean, back in like the two thousands there wasn't even that. Like you could only go on like Sonic Advanced Sprites and Woe Betide you if you had a female character <laughs> Things it's better there's better stuff available, I guess, like that flash game.
1: Yeah. But it's cool. I never... it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's definitely cool that they finally, you know, let people make their own Sonic character. But I, again, I wish... I wish they'd go back to it. I would love to see a, char- like a custom character creator in future Sonic games going forward. I think Forces was kind of on the right track with that. But... I want to see it more. I want to see a Sonic character creator with, like, the same level of Fidelity as, like, a modern, like, like a fighting game character creator, you know? Like, Soul Calibur or whatever. Because Soul Calibur, you can make literally whoever you want. As cursed or as uncursed as you want it to be.
0: The character creator in Soul Calibur 6 is a little bit of a step back. Like, it really peaked in Soul Calibur 3, where you could actually have, like, custom movesets and all that. Yeah. But yeah, since 4, or however it was, it's just, like, just shop over an existing character and pick yeah, a yeah, series yeah, yeah. of, like, very few pieces unless you shell out for the cosmetic packs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, in terms of the amount of things that you can tweak on your character, um, I think that if Sonic had a character creator as in-depth as that, it would be... That would definitely please those fans. I think you could probably make a really... I feel like if you made the character creator a lot more in-depth, then not only would you please the fans that make characters and have their own OCs, but I feel like you would also make the people who don't really make OCs still have a bit of an attachment to what they've created. Because when I made my guy... I just made my guy in Sonic Forces a bird. um, Because the bird has a double jump. And I didn't give him a name... He doesn't have a name, he doesn't have anything. He I think I gave him the gamer hat because it looked dumb. Like you don't really get I you don't really get any attachment to a character that you just kind of throw together because that's pretty much all the options that the game gives you is just you can really only throw together something. I don't know. I've never really seen anyone in the Sonic communities that I look at really say, like, ah, here's my OC. I made him in Sonic Forces, you know? They either had an OC beforehand, or you know.
0: I mean, it doesn't need to be, like, a Dark Souls or Code vein level of complexity, because most Sonic characters are pretty basic in terms of, like, the body's the same, the eyes are the same. It doesn't need to be super complicated. Just, like, like, quills and heads and
1: what have you yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it's just like you you would just you don't have to yeah you don't have to make it super complex but i mean like yeah it's so you can change what type of head you have or change what because i don't even think you can do that i think there's only like a a handful of i think different species and then like different i think you can change like Maybe you can change their hair. You can change their color. I think you can change their eyes. Like, what their eyes look like. Because I definitely gave my my bird guy, like, the most, like, dead inside stare. Which I think really, really added to the whole nothingness of, you know, a character. But anyways. The O.C.'s music. It's all, like, really... I'm not going to say experimental, but it's, like, it's techno-y. It's, there's a lot of techno. There's a uh, there's a singer for some reason. There's, like, vocals in the OC stages. And, I don't know, I wasn't really a big fan of the OC music, which is kind of uh, not good for me, considering that kind of vibe, I feel, is what Tomoya Otani really iterated on making the soundtrack to Sonic Frontiers. It definitely fe- A lot of Frontiers songs feel like they would belong in Forces as OC songs. Um Which really, since that wasn't already my vibe, the fact that it was more of that, it was like, oh, okay. But the best, I think the best songs in Sonic Forces are the classic Sonic levels. Because class- with the exception of Green Hill... I still don't know what the hell they were thinking with that. It sounded, it's it just sounds bad. It's just like this high-pitched, like, twang. But not like a good kind of high-pitched twang. It's just not, it's bad. But all the other, uh, classic Sonic songs, they sound really good in my opinion. Because they tried to replicate the Mega Drive's sound chip, right? I don't know really how accurate it is to the... So like, how many channels they were actually putting into the music. I don't know if you could actually play those songs on a real Mega Drive, is what I'm saying. But it sounds very authentic. And it has that kind of, like, abrasiveness that a lot of Mega Drive-like songs have. It's got that FM twang that the, the Genesis is known for. And it sounded like, it sounded good. Especially compared to, like... Previous attempts to redo classic or to do classic style Sonic music, being like either the classic levels in Sonic Generation, just kind of taking the original sort of song and then just adding like drums over it, or whatever the hell they were thinking with Sonic 4's music. But it definitely sounds a lot more, I guess, authentic than any of those. The new. Sonic, uh, classic Sonic songs in Forces. And, I don't know, I think they're a bit of a groove. And as someone that kind of plays a lot of Mega Drive, I play a lot of Mega Drive games, um, both in my youth and now. And I play a lot of, like, the sort of... I guess people would call them the worst-sounding games, but I have... I enjoy that sort of harsh uh, FM twang that those games have. And I feel like they kind of replicate it. Pretty well in Forces. So that's. That's why my favorite thing about Forces. Is the, the soundtrack for. Classic Sonic. Hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty decent listen. With again. As long as you take that green hill. And like. Chuck it off a bridge. <laughs> because all the other. All the other songs are pretty pretty grooving little tunes, I think.
0: Alright, is there anything else that we want to talk about or
1: they put a really curse
0: covered the most stuff.
1: Uh, um we've covered pretty much everything. I think the last thing we can really touch on is there were three little pieces of DLC for the game. First was they added a shadow chapter where you could play a shadow, he plays the same as Sonic. You do some levels as Shadow, they're the same levels as you do with Sonic. And I think it gets you a little bit more backstory on infinite. I mean, sure. And then they had a cosmetic pack. I believe it was only for people who pre ordered the game. Or like early adopters. And it had a bunch of little like cosmetics for the character creator. That are based off of other Sega properties. Like there's like a really cursed Knights costume. And like a Jet Set Radio costume. And like Persona. I th- think there was a Monkey Ball one in there as well. That kind of stuff. And then the last fun piece of DLC. Is they made Supersonic DLC. For some reason. And they were going to make them initially free. And then paid in the future. And everyone was so freaked out. And pitching so much of a temper tantrum. For charging to put supersonic in the video game that they just made them free forever because they were going to make them they were going to make them like 2 bucks which like I don't know, I wasn't really that like outraged at the supersonic DLC DLC thing because it's not really like they were trying to put supersonic as DLC for any like story reason. It's pretty much like if you just wanted to Bleed, it's pretty much if you wanted to breeze through the levels, which you already can do as regular Sonic, but, like, faster. It's, like, an easy mode, you know? Like, you just pay for... Because I know there's a lot of games that kind of you can buy, like, a little DLC expansion that, like, either unlocks everything or just kind of makes the game super trivial to play through and just blast through it with the DLC overpowered, like, perks. So I think that's what they were trying to do with Super Sonic. Which, like, sure, I think it's super unnecessary for a game like Sonic Forces, which is already the most easy and trivial thing. But, like, I don't know, I guess... I guess it is something that they could have put in. I just think it's weird that they... There's Supersonic but no Chaos Emeralds. Sonic Forces is weird. The more you think about it, the weirder it is.
0: Yeah, I guess just the alternate universe thing.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah... Canon does not matter. It is its own universe. It's all going to get retconned with Sonic Frontiers anyways. Actually, it isn't. But, you know... I still think, at the end of the day, it's not really worth playing, but it's worth playing. You know? It's one of those games. I don't... I didn't hate it. I just kind of accepted it as the nothing that it truly is. And I think you should play it because you need to play every Sonic game. Here, you're, you're, you, I you had, and I were I in had this
0: a period where I did play every Sonic game. That was back before you could emulate Rocky Wacky Sonic Patrol Car*.
1: Well, you gotta catch up. Uh... We've got we've got plenty of Sonic work to do. You and I, and I feel like as our due diligence as cool Sonic gamers. To at least try everything.
0: Well, I'm, I'm only. Not I'm. Promises.
1: <laughs> I, I'm only. There's only a handful of Sonic games I haven't played, and most of them are on the DS and 3DS.
0: Oh, you didn't play Rush and Rush Adventure?
1: No, I did play Rush and Rush Adventure, but I did not play Sonic Colors on the DS, and I did not play Sonic Chronicles.
0: Um, you don't need to play every port, but also Sonic Chronicles is pretty bad.
1: Well, Sonic Colors on the DS is kind of like its own thing. It's not really like a port. It's more like Rush 3 than, like, anything else. Like, obviously it's not them trying to put Sonic Colors from the Wii onto the DS. It's like its own weird thing. It's like Generations on the DS.
0: But I did finish Chronicles and it was not worth it.
1: Yeah, I haven't played Chronicles yet. One of these days I will. And then I also haven't played. I haven't played, like. a lot of the 3DS game. Pretty much any of the. The only 3DS Sonic game I've played is Sonic Generations. I haven't played any of the other ones. I need to get around to those. But other than that, I've pretty much played everything. I guess I never finished 06. Need to get around to doing that. And I also haven't played Sonic. Erp. I've played it, but I haven't beaten Sonic Shuffle. Because I don't even think that's possible. (laughs) But everything else I've, I've gotten through. I actually just the other month went through all the Game Gear games, like the ones that I hadn't played. I played through the Tails games, I played through Sonic Drift 2, I played Sonic Labyrinth. I've now got all 12 8-bit Sonic games under my belt. We can do episodes on them anytime, baby
0: guess we can wrap it up there do you have any idea what we want to do next time because we are gonna take a break over christmas i'm not gonna be here Um,
1: yeah obviously as for what we should talk about next
0: it doesn't matter we usually just never plan anything and just turn up now we should just put
1: we should put every sonic game in a freaking or like every topic on just like a list and then just Throw darts at it. We
0: have a list. We wrote it when we started the podcast.
1: (laughs) Well, we need to update the list and throw darts at it. I I have the list. Uh, Oh, crap, you did.
0: I added a couple of other crap.
1: Oh, damn. I'll have to check it then.
0: It's the podcast ideas Google document.
1: Yeah, we can... I think we'll just grab from it.
0: Oh, no, I just updated the list to... Reference all of the cold opens and and, and after credits bonus clips. I, Hell yeah! Because I wanted to remember what clips I had used and which ones I hadn't.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Oh, well, let's wrap it up. And um, yeah, next time something.
1: <laughs> next time we're gonna talk about Sonic.
0: Um, do we actually have an ending thing that we say at the ending? I don't think we you... do. Do we? No, don't. that's right. is gonna
1: Usually we don't, we just usually end.
0: <laughs> Alright. See
1: <laughs> yes. Alright. Yeah, Mania is an animated intro by uh Tyson Heese. Heese? Heese? I hope I'm I pronouncing that Hesse. right. Ha- is it actually Hess? It might be Hess. Okay. Hesse, hes- two, two yeah, H E S S E. Oh God, if he ever watches this or listens to this, I'm so J's. sorry. When we when we get big <laughs> and we become the voice of the Sonic community, and Tyson Hess, he's who's when yes. he when he hears that, I apologize. It seems anyway,
0: like there aren't that many Sonic podcasts. I'm shocked. It's like one, two.
1: Well, we're we're tapping into the market, baby.
0: <laughs> That's it. Uh, even for like MMO podcasts, like Fantasy 14, I think they're only like one podcast for that.
1: So. Awesome! All right, cool. We're we're freaking. We're making. We're breaking new ground here, but anyways.